Looking back over these chronicles, I tingle with embarrassment sometimes at my naivety, overreactions, and missed opportunities. I even wonder what readers will infer about my psychological makeup at the time. A glutton for punishment, surely, and meeting at least one definition of insanity by repeating the same thing and expecting different results. But rather than revise this book with the benefit of hindsight, I favoured giving voice to my former self as he was then. After all, Dueling the Dragon has its origins in a series of emails written to friends overseas in which I was unfolding events more or less as they occurred, nor have I seen a need to change anyone's name in these accounts. I have also retained most of the original expletives, as they helped to encapsulate my emotional responses at the time. I shun legalism in language as well as in life, and I am rather of Shakespeare's view that there is nothing either good or bad, but thinking makes it so. In any case, I trust readers will find the language less shocking than what it is responding to. I have witnessed universities complicit in honouring exam cheats, students sold into slavery while teachers pocket the proceeds, and farmers driven off their land by unscrupulous developers. My own direct experiences include false charges alleged by Beijing police and persecution at China's state media institutions, and I have not made any of this up. Yet from this nation of extremes, I also hope to offer some rays of light, including romantic encounters and moments of comedy. Which brings me to the central theme of this book, reflected in both the title and the cover, that China is a nation of extreme contrasts. Though magical in all cultures, the dragon is generally regarded as a benevolent being in China and as a malevolent one in the West. In my experience, the Chinese dragon is fully both. Dueling the Dragon is really five books in one, each covering a distinct period. The first, Dispatches from Chengdu, starts in 2005 with my early days as a teacher in the western province of Sichuan, followed by Laments from Lushan, a nearby city in the same province. My third teaching assignment is described in Chidings from Changping, a city near Beijing. The fourth and fifth books, Briefings from Beijing and Perspectives from Peking, respectively, center around my experiences at Chinese state media giants China Radio International, beginning in 2007, and China Central Television in 2015. It is perhaps too much to hope that my observations about China will be prescriptive, but at least I can offer the perspective of an outsider, and sometimes it takes an outsider to observe the obvious. In the end, if adventure stories contain both miracle and monster, friend and foe, then this book can justly claim to describe an adventure. <laughs>